This is the London Visited Podcast on your favourite podcast provider, bringing to you the facts, history and information about different parts of this great capital. If you have been to London, are planning on visiting, live here or just love London from afar, then this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Steve and welcome to our podcast. We're here for all things London and to tell you more behind some of the iconic places and people in London's history. In this episode, we go to Liberty's department store, just off Regent Street in the West End. Don't forget to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel, London Visited, to see videos covering this place and so many others across London. And now to this week's podcast. Liberty, commonly known as Liberty's, is a luxury department store in London. It is located on Great Marlborough Street in the West End of London. The building spans from Carnaby Street on the east to Kingley Street on the west where it forms a three-storey archway over the northern entrance to Kingley Street Mall that houses the Liberty Clock in its centre. Liberty is known around the world for its close connection to art and culture. It is most famous for its bold and floral print fabrics. The vast mock Tudor store also sells men's, women's and children's fashion, beauty and homewares from a mix of high-end and emerging brands and labels. The store is known to spot and champion young designers at the start of their careers, and many now prominent brands were first made available at Liberty. The store played an essential role in spreading and popularising the modern style, British Art Nouveau style. This continues Liberty's long reputation for working with British artists and designers. Arthur Lazenby Liberty was born in Chesham in Buckinghamshire in 1843. He was employed by Messrs Farmer and Rogers in Regent Street in 1862, the year of the International Exhibition. By 1874, inspired by his 10 years of service, he decided to start a business of his own, which he did the next year. With a £2,000 loan from his future father-in-law, he accepted the lease of half a shop at 218A Regent Street with three staff members. The shop opened during 1875, selling ornaments, fabric, and objects to art from Japan and the East. Within 18 months, he had repaid the loan and acquired the second half of 218 Regent Street. As the business grew, neighbouring properties were bought and added. In 1884, he introduced the costume department, directed by Edward William Godwin, a distinguished architect and a founding member of the Costume Society. He and Arthur Liberty created in-house apparel to challenge the fashions of Paris. In 1885, 142 to 144 Regent Street was acquired and housed the ever-increasing demand for carpets and furniture. The basement was named the Eastern Bazaar and it was the vending place for what was described as decorative furnishing objects. He named the property Chesham House after the place in which he grew up. The store became the most fashionable place to shop in London and Liberty fabrics were used for both clothing and furnishings. Some of its clientele were exotic and included famous pre-Raphaelite artists. In November 1885, Liberty brought 42 villagers from India to stage a living village of Indian artisans. Liberty specialised in oriental goods, in particular imported Indian silks, and the aim of the display was to generate both publicity and sales for the store. During the 1890s, Liberty built strong relationships with many English designers. Many of these designers included Archibald Knox, practiced the art of artistic styles, known as arts and crafts, and Art Nouveau, and Liberty helped develop Art Nouveau through his encouragement of such designers. 
the company became associated with this new style, to the extent that in Italy, Art Nouveau became known as the Style Liberty, after the London shop. The Tudor Revival building was built so that trading could continue while renovations were being completed on the other premises, and in 1924, this store was constructed from the timbers of two ships, HMS Impregnable, formerly HMS Howe, and HMS Huniston. The frontage on Great Marlborough Street is the same length as Huniston. It is a Grade II listed building. The Emporium was designed by Edwin Thomas Hall and for his son, Edward Stanley Hall. They designed the building at the height of the 1920s fashion for Tudor revival. The shop was engineered around three light wells that formed the main focus of the building. Each of these wells was surrounded by smaller rooms to create a homely feel. Many of the rooms had fireplaces and some still exist. An architectural historian was very critical of the building's architecture saying, the scale is wrong, the symmetry is wrong, the proximity to a classical facade put up by the same firm and the same time is wrong. All of the goings on in the store behind such a facade and below those twisted Tudor chimneys are wrongest of all. Arthur Liberty died in 1917, seven years before the completion of his shops. Liberty, during the 1950s, continued its tradition for fashionable and eclectic design. All departments in the shop had a collection of both contemporary and traditional designs. New designers were promoted and often included those still representing the Liberty tradition for handcrafted work. In 1955, Liberty began opening several regional stores in other UK cities. The first of these was in Manchester. Subsequently, shops opened in Bath, Brighton, Chester, York, Kingston-upon-Thames, Exeter and Norwich. During the 1960s, extravagant and Eastern influences once again became fashionable as the Art Deco style and Liberty adapted its furnishing designs from its archive. In 1996, Liberty announced the closure of its 20 shops outside London and instead focused on smaller outlets at airports. Since 1988, Liberty has had a subsidiary in Japan which sells Liberty branded products in major Japanese shops. It also sells Liberty fabrics to international and local fashion stores with bases in Japan. Liberty's London store was sold for £41.5 million and then leased back to the firm in 2009 to pay off debts ahead of a sale. Subsequently, in 2010, Liberty was taken over by a private equity firm, Blue Gem Capital, in a deal worth £32 million. Turnover for 2018 was forecast to be £133 million, with much of its growth coming from its own brand collection of fabrics, homeware, accessories and ready-to-wear fashion. Liberty has a history of collaborative projects, from William Morris and Dante Gabriel Rossetti in the 19th century to Yves Saint Laurent and Dame Vivian Westwood in the 20th century. Recent collaborations include brands such as Scott Henschel, Nike, Dr. Martins, Hello Kitty, Barber, House of Hackney, Vans, Ornia, J. Crew, Supergar, T.M. Lewin. In their autumn-winter 2020 collection, Liberty recreated some of William Morris's classic prints. These recreations have been vibrantly reimagined for a contemporary market, incorporating more detail and colour than the Morris originals. So, I hope you've enjoyed our look at the Liberty department store, at the height of fashion at various times through its history. And it's incredible how the store is made out of ships. Next time we're up there, we're going to have a good look at that and see the timbers. If you'd like to make contact with us or suggest any places you'd like us to feature in future podcasts, let me know through our website, 
www.londonvisited.co.uk. It's that easy. Thanks for listening. Really hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll see you soon on the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening and please don't forget to subscribe to get more shows direct to your device. Also, why not visit our London Visited YouTube channel to get even more of London. Catch you soon on the next one.